life, the end of the now. I'm your host as always, Michael Blah. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me a Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip. That's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is, you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for this news, reviews, and interviews. It's girl group week. Will these divas be better than last year's queens down under? It's time to find out as we talk all things Drag Race down under too. And joining me is my favorite little bosom buddy, Sean Laycock. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's lovely to see you again. Um, for those who didn't tell, yeah, Sean has a little bit of an accent. Where are you coming from right now? Uh, I'm from the UK. I'm from I'm from a small town called Bishop Stortford, which is just north of London. Anytime I'm in like the States, I just say I'm from London because it's just way easier. Um but I do live like in the north of England now. I live in a city called Leeds, which has a very different accent from mine. Um, yes, for British people who will know accents. <laughs> um, so I, I I I like to learn a little bit about um, the UK as we watch Drag Race UK. Um, I'm slowly starting to hear the um, the different dialects and try to pinpoint where um the, the they come from they are. they are so in leeds is there, has there ever been anyone on the cast that would have the northern accent because i think i, I can pinpoint it. um davina de campo would have like a yorkshire accent um mm-hmm. she's not she's from a place called brighouse which is really not far from leeds at all so she'd have like a northern accent kind of very much of the area where i live Mm-hmm. Um, she's the first one that comes to mind. Um, Ahura's got a bit of a northern accent. Right, that's who I was going to say. Yeah, she's got a bit of one, but she's not got. She's from Worksop. I don't actually know if that's in Yorkshire, which is like the county area. The Yorkshire mm-hmm. accent is what we'd call Davina's accent, really. And then, you know, obviously a lot of people know the Vivian. She's got a Liverpudlian accent. Um, that's in the north too. But yeah, even just like. Leeds and Liverpool aren't that far and they, their accents are so different. It's just mm-hmm. for such a tiny country, there's so many accents. It's 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 crazy. Um, and that's what's so exciting because like now I'm starting to learn things. Maybe with uh Dragon News of the Week, season four coming to us uh within weeks. Um, yes. maybe we'll hear some new ones. Yeah, I mean, I already I do have a friend um from London and he um, has a partner who's a drag queen he knows like so many UK queens already he's already told me maybe one but I won't keep name any names but we'll, I, we'll keep it to the secret yeah, for now I already, know, I, already, I already know of one who will be mm. featured on season four so but yeah obviously. I mean from the rumors we have some yeah. nice big names from the UK drag scene potentially 
Yes, yeah, definitely. I know of a couple, and I think I know who you mean when you're cryptically so, speaking like yeah, that. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Well, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, we all know that I love me some UK huns. Uh, so we'll see who this season I fall in love with. Um, Scarlet Harlot, I'm still waiting for you, girl. Oh, Scarlet Harlot. Yeah, she seems lovely. She seems- um, will you be seeing the UK3 tour? Will they be coming up your way? Um, they are, actually. They're touring... Um, in a town just above Leeds called Harrogate, um, which is a nice little kind of, I mean, it's smaller than Leeds. It's very picturesque. So I know they're coming there. I haven't got tickets yet, though. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, they are kind of coming our way. They're doing a lot of dates. So doing, that's a big tour. Yeah, it's a big tour. And especially when, like, the England's not massive or the UK's not massive. So when they're doing, like, 15 20 dates plus you're like oh my god they're going everywhere like yeah yeah well i i wish i could go see it um but i can't uh will i be in the uk maybe fingers crossed fingers crossed that i get my press pass for uh uk drag con we'll see oh my god um, that'd be amazing they, they did email me and say they were reviewing my accreditations so um there's a chance there's still a chance uh, so listeners, now's the time to start giving me money so I can go. Um, it'll be so much fun. Um, but yeah, we're talking about the UK and this podcast has nothing to do with that, um, except the UK used to own Australia. So that's a thing. Yes. Well, it's still part of the Commonwealth. It's true. Um, about that, I'm not very good with history. <laughs> yeah, but we don't need to do the history lesson of Australia because uh, that was some terrible shit. Um, but yeah. we're, we're going to talk about Drag Race Down Under. Um Season two, we're five episodes in. How have you been enjoying it so far? Um, it's a good question. I, I, I enjoyed the first season, but I feel like with season one, it just didn't pack the most memorable punch for me. I don't know if it was the challenges, because I think there were some incredibly talented queens on there, and I thought it was a great lineup. Um, I think I'm enjoying season two as much maybe more than i enjoyed the first it certainly feels a little bit more polished yes the, it, it, there's definitely it something yeah it's a lot smoother there is definitely like a sense of evolution it's mm. definitely kind of running better and i think the, this cast is quite a very talented cast as well i'd say just as talented as the one in season one yeah this is a fun cast um not as problematic a little bit problematic. We got a little problem, but they we addressed it. They addressed it. Yes. Yeah. That's all we can ask for. Well, let's dive into this episode. Uh, Beverly has knocked out the super duper Minnie Cooper. She is the elliptic assassin in her mind. But Minnie speaks from beyond the grave as her mirror message thanks Spanky, Kong, and Yuri for being so kind. And welcome to Shade the Rusical. What the fuck? I know. <laughs> I always feel like if they, on a lipstick message, like sometimes when they name drop like a queen who's still left in the cast, like unless they are like absolute sisters and they're from the same hometown, like it can always come across a little shady, like who gets involved and who doesn't. So. And it it was crazy is she's worked with Hannah. She knows Hannah. Like what's wrong with Hannah? What did Hannah do? Oh, there's clearly, I mean, it's like, you know, when they say, if you don't watch Untucked, you only get half the story. Like, it must just be one of those scenarios where there's Listen, something. I am fine without Untucked. Um, that being said, 
Drag Race Philippines on Tux. Okay, I'll take I'll, that one. I'll take because I oh, need yeah. the, the other side of the story because there's so much story. Um, are you watching Drag Race Philippines? I'm not because um, okay, that's okay. I mean, I really want to. Um, it's it's more the it's not even the fact that it's not in English. I have no problem with anything subtitled or in another language. I mean, I've been watching. I've just finished. Drag Race France, and I watched that with French subtitles in French because I do speak French myself. So I was like, this is gonna be a nice refresher. But um, no, I've been watching Drag Race France. I've not even started Canada yet, like That's season okay. three, I've been that busy. So, but Philippines is definitely on my watch list. Yeah, that they have their own separate untucked and they definitely need it because oh, half really? the cast works together outside. So it's like, you, there's a lot of personal drama that would like, okay, let, let's take a second for it. Okay. Yeah, you're you're right. We're missing part of this story. Um, Hannah, Molly are gagged. They find it shady, and Spanky's just laughing her ass off. Um, I guess if you're the three that were mentioned, like, oh, it doesn't affect us. We're fine. We're good. Yeah. Now, Bev wants to know why she said that, and um, just to stir the pot. Why not? That's 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 what you do on Drag Race. If you're not there and your name's still being talked about, are you still technically there? Probably. Yeah. I mean, they, there's always one who will stir the pot i mean that's why you gotta remember at the end of the day it's a reality tv show they don't want exactly. things who are just gonna sit there nice and zen they want someone who is gonna stir the pot mm-hmm. yeah. well hannah is gonna go home and sob as she pats her face with her five thousand dollars i would like to do that too but also um uh, yo no tango dinero so <laughs> Beverly is noted as a lip sync assassin and her youth is going to start showing as she calls out Queen for needing to be in the bottom again to show that she is actually a lip sync assassin. And this is going to be the theme for the episode. Beverly versus Queen. Um, I'm putting my money on Queen, never on Beverly in this fight. Well, as if they went up in a lip sync. Or just fighting in general. Oh yeah, I feel like Queen Kong could take on like anyone. Yeah. She just seems so fierce. I mm-hmm. if I was Beverly, like even now, I mean I'm I'm four years older than Beverly. If I was even on Drag Race Down Under and I knew someone like Queen, I'd still be like, okay, um, yeah. I'll, just, I'll just let you win the fight. So I think I think Beverly's got quite a bit of courage mm-hmm. if she tried to come for Queen because but Queen's also very well composed. She is as well, like how she comes across. If ever she has a confrontation, as we saw in this week's episode, she can do it, but she can keep composed. It's mm-hmm. not like real housewives of New York, New Jersey, whatever kind of style. She does have a great kind of composure about it. So whereas you, I people, think, yeah. people say that it's like a bitch slap. No, Queen Kong has a Zen slap. Yes, very much that. Well, Queen is not having this, even though Beverly thought she was just joking. Queen will come out and say that Beverly Kills is not killing something, the competition. We're going to hear that again later, so laugh later. Um, Beverly is here for a reason, and now she realizes it's everyone for themselves. She is sick and tired of being overlooked, looked over, and looked through. Don't worry, Bev. I see you. Come on over anytime you want. I'll look at you all night long. Queen and Beverly are the only two left without a win. May the best bitch win. It's a new day in the workroom and Yuri is feeling great. And y'all, if you do not want to be spoiled about how an episode is going to go and who is going to go home, do not listen to who says they're feeling great when they enter the workroom. Every fucking time that person goes home. Yuri, you're done. (laughs) 
at some point the editors have to like be like okay there are people who talk about the show so often now that maybe we should like switch up the game a little bit yeah, they need to they need to change up the formula because i feel like sometimes i mean you know i've i mean i'm not sure i'm not the only person that's i've watched like all the us ones all the all-stars even if you've just watched those ones you can just so like map out like in your head whilst you're watching it oh because mm-hmm. they said this or because this person's getting a lot of airtime, especially if it's like a really early on episode and it's a queen who comes out with a really tragic backstory right and you're like right they're first eliminated they're going to be out like the end of this mm-hmm. episode because they're getting their sad backstory or sob story in there so they i would love to see them completely twist those kind of formulas I that agree. they have on their heads just so we get so surprised as to who's going next. Because Yeah, there's definitely been a couple times this year that there's been some shockers of like, oh my God, the editors, they, they did something. But it's very far and few between at this point. Yeah. We have the sickening six or the sexual six. Um, either way, Yuri doesn't mind. Um, she is a dirty guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Beverly is grateful to be there another week. She says, once you hit rock bottom, you can only go up. She says that lip syncing is what she does and the collective eye roll that came from Queen Kong. Uh, she is tired of that twink. She is done with that twink. <laughs> Very much get that energy. Yeah. Now, the show is going to be even more shadier as Beverly is monologuing in the room about how much of an amazing queen she is. We're going to cut to Hannah in confessional who's going to give an eye roll. We then get Queen in confessional who's just going to look around and check her non-existent watch. Um... Now, Beverly says that she wants to wear her expensive finale gown and will remind them that she has one, two lip syncs and um, she is the silent killer. Um, but Yuri Guy, who is actually the silent killer, reminds her that she's been in the bottom the most. She's silent but deadly. The rest of the table starts screaming and I was in two because I was like, oh my God, Yuri's funny. Yuri can actually yeah, dish she, it. She does have a sense of humor, especially when she kind of, because she's been getting this sort of edit where she's kind of like, you know, quite shy, not as vocal as some of the other queens. And you kind of think, okay, is she going to be like a really big, like dark horse and then just come out of nowhere in like the last Mm -hmm. um, like four or five episodes? Um, Or you're thinking, okay, are her days numbered? So, um, but yeah, I think... When she was like, you've been in the bottom most of the day, I'm like, it's one thing flexing, okay, I've sent two queens home, but then also mm-hmm. you've been in the bottom two times. Like, if you look at the track record of queens who've won, like, exactly. usually, like, it's very rare if you look back, you'll find a winner who's been in the bottom more than once. It's true. Um, so you've watched the show a lot. I've watched the show a lot. There's usually a very... S- distinct style of underscoring that the show brings for some reason drag race down under um they're using techno remixes of classical music so this moment they use a techno remix of in the hole the mountain king from pierre gint yeah as like why (laughs) is it because you don't have money and you have to get like what's in the the um open source that like whatever you can find it was weird because later on we're going to get um dance of the sugar plum fairies it's like okay why are we having christmas music no I, I thought the same i was quite puzzled and i just thought you know rupaul's got enough money that she could buy anything oh rupaul's probably got money to burn at this point i mean 
like she must just be rolling around in it. You see all like the memes on Twitter, and it's the one that she sat like at the judging panel. She's kind of got this grin, but I think someone like photoshopped or edited it to make it more like almost sinister looking. Mm-hmm. And it's just like RuPaul every time a new like franchise is announced, and it literally, literally. is like I- that. I've made a joke that she probably is like Scrooge McDuck has like a vault of money that she just swims in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I had that money, I'd do the same thing. But same. I mean, I'd, I'd be too afraid if I had that much money. I wouldn't know what to do with it. Like, I would just kind of sit on it and I'd just be like, what do I do? If I were RuPaul, and I've said this before, if I were RuPaul, what's the one thing that I don't have yet? A theme park. Oh god, yeah. I'm so really Rue World. Yeah, how's RuPaul not done like a theme park attraction or even like one like ride at like mm-hmm. Universal or something? Like I don't know how people haven't copped onto that yet. Like you can have a carousel that is like instead of sitting on a horse, you can sit in like a high heel or a compact. Yes. Yeah. Mm, this is this is it. And it plays like RuPaul music as you mm-hmm. go around. And you can have like meet and greets with not the actual queens, but like furry versions yeah. of the queens. Like you can meet furry version Trixie Mattel. Yeah, We've already it. seen Nina West's uh, furry. Yes, we have. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. There's our future. Oh, I think you might be onto something. Mike. RuPaul, let's collaborate. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Ru is here and she asks if they've read any good books lately because the library is about to be open because reading is what? Fundamental. Uh huh. Well, we get our bearded pit crew man because he is going to be showcasing the pillow of reading glasses. Yeah. Um, why don't we ever like learn the names of the pit crew? Why does Rue never just? I know. I feel like person. Yeah, they're like I get like pit crew when you're talking to, about multiple of them, but like especially like ones because I imagine for, like the US ones, like they use the same ones probably year after year or very because right. they do kind of recognize their faces. There's a nice ginger one that crops mm-hmm. up. I think every Bryce. Year. That's Bryce. Okay, that's Bryce. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but then I don't know if they do the same ones for Down Under, if they get new pit crew. I think it's um, the same as last season, um, because I remember the bearded guy, and I remember Mr. Dead in the Eyes. Um, yeah, I know, I know there's continuity like for the American one, I imagine there would be for the Down Under UK. But yeah, we should we should normalize that yeah. a lot more, watching um, did, did you know that Bryce, our ginger, is straight? Is he? Oh he no. Know, right? Crazy. <laughs> oh. The OG right. crew, Maddie Mortis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let 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 us go through these reads. Um, because this was shitty. These girls were fucking terrible. Oh, it was like you know how like season fourteen snatch game is like the one we don't talk about. Yeah, this is it. This is the reading challenge we don't talk about, but obviously we are going to talk about. We are. Um, Beverly and Molly. See, Molly is such a stupid slut. When she needs positive news, she gets a chlamydia test. Okay, I get it. It was the delivery was not good. No, I think I remember in season 14, I can't remember. I think it was a roasting challenge or something. Michelle said, and it kind of stuck with me because I'm terrible at jokes. Um, and I kind of thought, oh, actually, that kind of makes sense. She literally said, like, with a roast, all I could read, she said, you've got to just say, like, an observation, kind of like a positive one. But she said, you've got to have that twist on the end. That's the punchline. So like with reads, I think you've got to kind of say something positive mm-hmm. and then just say something that completely 
turns it into a 180 and you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what was missing from that first read is just the yeah. fact that it wasn't like, it didn't follow that formula, you know? It's going to get worse. Beverly and Yuri and Queen. Yuri Guy and Queen Kong. Look, I'll be honest. I've been to Paris. And if you two, I would love to do the Eiffel Tower. That's not. How was that a read and not just a horny drag queen? I'm not being funny, but like, that's a compliment to someone. If you're saying, oh my God, I'd want to do the Eiffel Tower with you. That's me saying, I think you're sexy. Like, I want you to get in one end or the other of me. Exactly. Now, Yuri on Spanky. The only thing flatter than your hair is that ass. Now, where did I hear that before? Oh, wait, two weeks earlier from your guy. <gasps> no, oh my God. Remember, dur- yeah, during the um, the brunch challenge, she gave that read to Spanky at the table. <gasps> oh my God. It's like the whole, um, it's like when um, in the season nine, Roseman Shea Coulee was like, oh, Michelle Visage and gonorrhea clinics know his patient zero. And then Monet Exchange ripped the joke off of, like, ripped that joke. Mm-hmm. I think it was for the Lady Bunny roast yes. in All Stars 4. And I was like, how dare you? I mean, I'm sure Shay might have taken it from someone else, but still, like, people are clever enough to cop on to the fact that, mm-hmm. like, Shay used that before in a roast on True. Drag Race. You're a young queen. No one thinks you're as talented as you think you are. It's a good thing that you can bend over and kiss your own ass. Funny. Crickets. Molly on Beverly. You was smart. You was kind. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Minnie says scratch the last part. Okay, that's that was that, that was one does funny. Work. That one does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Molly on Spanky. What can we say about Spanx? All I can say is I love you, man. Okay. See, here's what the read should have been. What can we say about Spanx? For the love of, of God, wear some. That's a good one. That's a better one. See, there we go. Yeah, I, I mean, should be queen sometimes. Then I'm like, I no, think, I don't want to. Sometimes that. they just overthink it and they think, oh, we've got to say something mean. Mm-hmm. But we've got to kind of, I don't know, you kind of got to get a word in there that's got like, I don't know, a double entendre. Yeah. Or like, yeah. So then you can say it one, you can say it one way and then actually kind of, like I said earlier, you flip it. Exactly. Um, like you just did with the Spanx. So easy. Well. Queen on Beverly. I'll tell you what you haven't been killing. The competition. Bitch, you just said that five minutes ago. <gasps> uh, Not funny. Not better, better, better queen. Queen on Spanky. Spanky is such an interesting drag name. I personally prefer your original drag name, Bigfoot. Okay, <laughs> that one's funny. That was right. Good. Yeah. Queen on Hannah. Thank you so much for sharing your concerns about the past. Yes, you are an asshole, but since you but that since then you've really moved forward. You're a cunt. Spanky on everyone Beverly, Toasting, Yuri, Bug Eye Molly Poppins, more like Mole Rat Queen Kong, Trackstar, Hanaconda, Blow Up Doll I expected so much better from her I know, I just when you're, I don't know, when you just kind of unless you, if you're going to do like the roll call where you call names they've got to be like hilarious otherwise they will just land flat and they've got to be like something which I don't know if they're like private jokes with the queens. Like if I don't know what they have a private joke, so they call this queen this, or you know, usually it might be behind the scenes stuff that we mm-hmm. might not see. But yeah, if they do like the roll call, it's gotta be hilarious, like jokes. Otherwise, it will just like flop flat. To be fair, Hannah Conda and those lips—they she does look like a blow up doll. 
she does. And I, I think there's more that they could have done with that rather than just saying blow up doll. Like it could have made yeah. like a fellatio joke or something like that. Like exactly. gone with it more than just, oh, blow up doll, you know? Or call them all-star lips. Yeah. Not all-star lips. Yeah, so. literally. Oh. Hannah on Beverly. I forgot my read for you. Kind of like how we all forgot you were here. <laughs> okay, cute. I did think that was a good one. Hannah on Yuri, you're an exceptional talent, and the best thing for you in this competition is Spanky's oversized coattails for you to ride on. Ooh. Mean, 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 mean. And finally, Hannah on Queen, face like a J- an angel, body like Adonis, voice like Barry White. Either God's a genius or he's making a fucking cruel joke. Fine. Yeah. That was still fine. Uh, yeah, shitty reading challenge, but the winner is Queen Kong, and she gets. $2,500 gift card to Glitter A Go Go. Come on, biodegradable glitter. Um, glitter. I just, I, glitter is a, it, it, it's a, it's like herpes. It just never goes away. Um, it just that's keeps coming I back. I heard someone um, say that the other day, like, and that's all I ever hear about glitter. Is it like so I took a bath the other day and I used a bath bomb, which had glitter in it. I took a bath two days later. There was still glitter in that bathtub. I'm not surprised. So people, do not use a bath bomb with glitter in it, please. Not good work. Not good. Not good. No. All right. Well, the Shade Parade ain't over yet. For this week's Maxi Challenge, they will be singing, dancing, and throwing shade as they debut the new track, Bosom Buddies, sponsored by Snag Tights. Working in two groups, they each have to write an original verse that lets the girls in your group have it. And each group will have to come up with their own choreography. They will record their lyrics with the girl group legend, Michelle Visage. I feel like at this point, it's not even funny calling her a girl group legend. It's just. Why didn't they just say like, why didn't they, we all, most people know and love her now as like the judge on Drag Race. Yeah. And she's, you know, she's, she's legendary just for that. Like we all know. I guess, she yeah. I guess if it was in the UK, they can say um, Steps featured singer, Michelle Visage. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, she's she's they know her best as like being the judge on drag race. Mm-hmm. But and like I didn't really know I didn't it wasn't until I really got into drag race and I'd really watched it much that so I was like, oh, she was in um a girl group. What girl group was she in? Someone's like seduction. And I was like, seduction? Like, literally. Who? I know that um, I know she was probably before my time, but still <laughs> there's people who started way before my time that you know you will know because they're a legend exactly um let's just give a a quick little shout out to steps for me finally becoming number one yes were they happy they're number one in the states i don't follow no they're not number one in the states no one in the states fucking knows who they are it's really a shame um i do and i'm very appreciative of steps that's my dream my dream is to see them live oh well i mean i don't really i obviously know of steps but i don't like i know I know obviously there's some songs you can't help but I, I, I'm fairly certain even though I did not know at the time I think Steps made me gay oh I mean like, I, I had the debut were, album in 98 I thought they were a gay awakening for many people so yeah. tragedy yeah uh, that that one for sorrow it, 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 that's what happened yeah. Um, but yeah I, I, I hope we have more Steps on track as you can Yes, that would be great. Um, though we, we already know we already know one confirmed guest judge. We there's another rumor going out there, but I'm very excited for that one confirmed guest judge. Very excited. Okay. Uh, Hannah, Hannah Waddingham. 
Oh, is she? Oh, cool. She is. She revealed that. it on um, a talk show in the US. Her. She's, um, I watched her in Ted Lasso, which mm-hmm. is amazing. And I, like, can't stand football. But, like, honestly, <laughs> you don't even have to, like, know, like, the offside rule to watch it. It's yep. great. And then also from Sex Education and from her very brief stint in Game of Thrones as well. So she's... Shame. 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 Um, and the other rumor out there who I'm very excited, I, she, she means nothing to Americans, but Alison Hammond. Oh my God. She honestly is like, I can't even explain it. I don't know how to explain it to an American. Like she's just... Like the gays love her. She's an icon. Cause she, just watch uh, Best of Alison Hammond. Yes. And you'll crack up for like 10 minutes. Yeah, Especially if it involves her falling into water. Oh, yeah. Or like interviewing Beyonce or something uh-huh. like that. They play like a game of like connect. Ha- Harry Styles, one of the best hilarious in- interviews she's done. Oh, my God. Yeah. She just kills it every inch. She's so candid. She's yeah. just so fun. And fun. literally, like, you won't, you can't go a week without seeing like, a gay on Twitter preach about just how iconic she is. And then there'll be a clip of like an interview or someone. She is, she's just, she's just brilliant. They no, fingers be- crossed that is a true rumor. Oh my um, God. I'd be delighted to see those two on it. Now, Rue is like, you know what? Y'all can form your own groups. <laughs> Make things shady. Oh, and as yeah. soon as she says that, Queen pulls in Spanky and Hannah. The, this is going to force Beverly, Yuri, and Molly to work together. Now, that is how you manu- manufacture real authentic drama because, haha, this is yeah. drama. Yeah. Do you think if they were standing in any other configuration, Queen would have just picked whoever was standing next to her, or did she have these two as her first? That's pick? what I thought because it does it does happen sometimes. They will just panic and they'll look left and they'll look right and they'll mm-hmm. go right. I'm just going to pick these. Which for some people, that's I mean, I probably would do that as well. Yeah. But then, yet. Yeah, it makes does make you think like would she have picked someone else but i don't i just think she probably would have just picked whoever was to her left and to her right or her nearest two um what do you think i i think she would have as well i think she just didn't want to be not picked yeah she took the initiative yeah well, Yuri is nervous because it is a girl group challenge. Molly knows that their group isn't happy, so she's going to ask Yuri how she's feeling, and Yuri will admit that she wasn't going to get what she wanted, so she's she's feeling. She has now decided that they are the eyebrowless freaks. They are left together to be a team. Um, just don't do whatever. Please don't shave your eyebrows. It's, it'll make me so sad. No, no, no. no don't, don't do that. Do it. No, no. I mean, I, get, I obviously get if you're a drag queen then you've got to you know your brows have to look a certain way um but i don't get why you do it otherwise um yeah Mm-mm. but yeah obviously they can get away with it because they're drag queens um yeah but i don't they're get really why you half either as well like either go hard or go home <laughs> exactly i agree well beverly wants to take on the role of dance captain as she tells everyone that she is one of brisbane's premier dancing divas is this fact or is this beverly like made up fiction sounds more maybe like opinion i think so too yes um <laughs> let's remind everyone she's 21 years old she's still a fetus she's I, I that was stole the words from my mouth i was like <laughs> fetus i mean i yeah. know I'm, i know i'm only like four years older than her but i still when you get to the age where they're young they're now younger than you because when i grew up watching drag race i was like oh they're all older than me yeah and i think the first queen 
on it who was younger than me. I want to say it was maybe Gigi Good or something, because Gigi mm-hmm. Good's only seven months younger than me. Um, and, or maybe et cetera, I think, because I know she's younger than me, et cetera, et cetera. And then once they get younger than you, like, oh my God, what have I done with my life? Nothing. Yeah. Like- <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, they're going to come up and start to name names. And Beverly wants to pay homage to an existing group and suggest that they become the Hung Divas. And then you insert the horror music right there because that's a choice. The Hung right. Divas. That's a choice, yeah. Meanwhile, on the other side, Hannah Queen and Spanky need a name. And first Spanky says, spots with nuts. I cannot confirm or deny that's what she really says because captions, uh, they're hard. They're not doing well. But that's what the caption said, spots with nuts. The accent didn't help me, so. Um, I don't remember if that was what she said or I can't even remember that being said. Spots with nuts, okay. Queen's going to throw out broke-ass bitches, a.k.a. Baps, with a Z. And there it is. There's their team. It's now time to listen to the song on whatever that Samsung flip phone was. (laughs) Now, (laughs) do we know anyone who has this? Like, if you don't use an iPhone, are you even human? But, like, even if it was just, like, you know, if you see, like, I don't know, you know how they have, like, sort of like tiny little mp3 players with the lip sync yeah. song on like the really cheap ones or whatever but no it's not that it's not an iphone which you'd probably be more accustomed to maybe seeing but a samsung flip phone like so really? weird yeah it's, it is a choice like i just and it was so it was such clear like product placement because of the fact that it was bent like three quarters of the way and it wasn't yeah. just bent like the whole way flat like a normal phone it was like bent that like three quarters way so you knew it was the flip. <laughs> now the song is cute. What we hear from it, it it's fun. Um, they just picked the wrong week to debut a girl group challenge because the bitches in the Philippines did it much better. Like, oh, really? Much better. They, they're ne- they, the winning groups at number one in the Philippines. Really? They topped the chart. And you know it's good. I mean, if you look at the mm-hmm. UK as well, like Break Up Bye Bye, Definitely got to top five, I think top yeah. three. Um, I can't remember if it got to number one or not. And then obviously you had UK Han. So if, if you thought Break Up Bye Bye was massive, UK Han just was like, hold my drink. We're going to be like the Drag Race UK song. I can't remember if that got to number one, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did. And then BDE kind of fizzled out a little bit. Yeah, um, they do not have big dick energy. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, that yeah, I, I really need to see the Philippines one. But yeah, this I mean, in terms when you compare it to the one last season, which was the Queen's Down Under one, mm-hmm. I thought it was a bit better. I well, did too. Yeah. It was more fun. It was catchier. Yeah, all I remember from the Queen's Down Under one was literally the Queen's Down Under. That's it. Like we're it doing it right. That's it. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah, um, and it was it, Michelle Visage singing. That's that's all we remember. Was it actually Mr. Overwatch? That was her doing this, the, the uh, oh chorus. Oh, it was. It was, it was. Queen is, is expected to be the leader, but she likes lateral leadership and collaborating with people. Queen is very serious on this show. Very yeah. serious. Yeah, she's very... I don't know if it's a case of, like... I mean, obviously, like, unless you kind of know them from back home or what they're like... You, you only get like a sliver of what they're really like watching it. And you kind of think, 
is she just like like you said very zen like you said with the zen slap earlier so i think she might just be quite zen quite cool calm collected um then i kind of think is she kind of maybe playing a game here where she's thinking twice about how she's looking what she's saying or is this definitely up you know yeah um i i have been told she is actually a very very sweet kind person uh britta told me that because she knows her um, apparently um, knows her family. Um, uh, Queen knows oh. Britta's family in Australia. It's like, that's a small world. That's cool. Oh. Um, yeah, at, I think if you know someone who knows them, then you kind of think, yeah. you know, think oh, okay, that must be really lovely. Yeah. We're going to hear Hannah spit her verse. Uh, we're going to listen to Spanky sing out, and it's pretty good. Now, Molly on the other team, meanwhile, is asked how fast she can rap, and well, not fast of all, at all. It's what I would do, honestly, and we call that white person rapping. Yes. Yeah. I just, I remember in my notes, like when they were doing the recording, I kind of just put down like little notes. Um, and like, I kind of gave relatively detailed answers for like all of them. And then just for Molly's one, I just put good. Like, I think yeah. like, right, good. Like <laughs> she, she reminded me kind of like the B-52s, very much like Rock Lobster or oh, Love Shack. Okay. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. Just very kind of White yeah. people. Like, don't don't say you can rap on Drag Race unless you're like Shea Coulee. Like, literally, say, like Shea Coulee level. Don't say you can rap. We're gonna hear Yuri, and um, she did write the lyrics, "Bouncing on your man like a trampoline." Those are the words that came. She came up with. They came out of her mouth from her head. Miss Yuri is naughty. I know. It's almost like a kind of cheeky side, like very much. Yeah. Kind of like, very much kind of like with Blue Hydrangea. She seems all like innocent and then she just has this very sort of like... She's filthy. Very filthy mouth. Yeah, very filthy mind. <laughs> now, Yuri has a lot of words in her verse and Beverly does not believe she's a raptress. Um, so she has dug herself in a hole and Beverly will tell her that it's one thing to rap and it's another thing to perform it at that speed. She's nervous for Yuri to which Yuri says, you're not worried about yours. Oh, okay. Well, no, she's not because she'll be leading and can dance with it. Beverly with this ego, not cute. Not cute at all. No, I feel like this episode really kind of I don't know if I'd say blows it out of proportion but it really kind of puts under a microscope like Beverly's ego. Yeah, Um, Especially in the last episode like the previous one before, you do kind of see Beverly kind of has a bit of a feisty side and I I did kind of make like a note of that and I thought maybe it's because like of the fact that like maybe she's 21 she's the youngest you probably must feel like a small fish in a big pond like with all the queens being older than you maybe having more experience so you want to kind of I don't know stand out from the pack and just you know kind of I don't know just be more vocal and stand your ground more I think that's kind of more the term I was looking for so I think that's kind of in my opinion probably what she's doing now over on team cool kids Hannah is asked if she can shake her little white bum and apparently she can can you can I shake my bum yeah are you are you a good dancer did you not remember when we met each other like at Mickey's back in May after drag (laughs) I must have done a twerk or two here that I can shake yeah 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 Uh, so if you were called up for like a game at a drag show, you would win. If it was like twerking, then yes. Lim- I mean, I used to be very good at limboing. 
Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. I did gymnastics when I was younger, so I was very flexible. Um, but I don't know if I'd survive a limbo now. Um, okay, that's fair. Singing, it depends on the song. It also depends on how drunk I am. Uh, <laughs> basically, the more drunk the, I, well, I think I am better, but I probably don't sound better. Um, dancing, though, I can crack a move. Like, get, I can vogue the house down. Um, like, all I'm right, like, there it is. I like to think I can. I do give it, I do like go all out, like energy wise. Uh-huh, if I, good, good. I'm not like fully polished, I still go with it, I still sell it. Like, you know, so that'll probably be like my one that I would win. But all right, don't, all right. just don't ask me to limbo. <laughs> Hannah thinks the key to success in her group is having the lyrics, knowing how to choreograph, and they have chemistry. Um, that's why we love girl groups. Yeah. We're going to watch Beverly lead her team in choreo in the workroom. And Molly feels like it's a little show choiry, so Beverly hums a bit to get her inspiration. Now, Bev's going to show them some moves. And as I alluded to earlier, this is all done with the underscoring of Dance to the Sugar Plum Fairies. What is this show paying for? What are we watching here? I don't know. I, you know, it's like, which one? It's like, are we, is it coming to light now? Like which franchises are getting the more money? Literally. Um, the moves that we do see are like a big X. It's fast. And Molly and Yuri, like deer in headlights, they're like, nope, can't do that. Um, Queen is going to find comical. And Spanky just doesn't think they have the best dynamic. We're going to see Queen start to clap. And Beverly's going to take offense to this and tell them that they're putting them on the spot. As Molly says that the floor is all theirs, Queen will tell them to buy a ticket. They got the free show. It's not their tea. Okay. Okay, Queen. Fine. If that's the way you want to go, go for it. Beverly thinks that they're scared and wants to see them make up choreo on the spot and see if they're nervous. And Queen is going to go into beast mode Queen and say, you can tell she's a bit irritated with Beverly as she asks her why her voice is shaking. Beverly will say to her team that they were scared and Queen will pipe in and say, it's a good thing that Beverly isn't being paid to think. There's the read we didn't hear earlier. Coming back to bites. Now, in confessional, Queen will say that one of her triggers and one of the things she hates is when she's projected on. She thinks the little baby is in her feelings and the feeling insecure, so Queen will push it back so she that she sees herself in the mirror. If you can't take it, shut your fucking mouth. Okay, okay, Queen, fine. Beverly still thinks that Queen is too scared to do the choreo on the spot, and this prompts Queen to get loud and say, if she has something to say, say it to her face. Beverly will be the child and say, she already said it to you two minutes ago. And Queen will say that they heard her in the reading room, a reading round, and it wasn't a read, it was shit, which is what her performance is going to be. And you could see Beverly's face just drop. Like, I thought she was going to start sobbing. Yeah, so did I. Beverly will say in confessional that Queen is usually the beautiful maternal figure, but now she's being a cunt. Now, Spanky says that it has all taken a massive turn to which Queen is like, there was no turning here, just fast walking and rhythmic chanting. She's digging in. Beverly wants Queen's attitude to go and wants to send her packing. And I say, be careful what you wish for. Um, she's going to now also shade that adorable little twink, Aubrey, for, be- uh, for Queen beating her because apparently Aubrey's not competition. I thought she was delightful. I liked Aubrey. I yeah. Did. I mean, I did kind of, sus- I did kind of, Based on initial impressions, saying I don't know how long she'll last. Yeah, but I thought she was harmless. I thought she was nice. Yeah. Like you know, she's alright. The verses are written. Everything looks really good. Now it's time to rehearse with Michelle. 
She is joined by Micah, the sound engineer. Very, very handsome man. Um, at least there's someone there and it is um, not like drag, uh, Canada's Drag Race where there is nothing on the stage and you can tell it's all faked. Hannah is up first and she is crossing her fingers and toes that she's about to make magic. Um, has she rapped before? Yeah, at Christmas time. That's funny. <laughs> good. That's good. That's cute. It is a good one. Um, she's going to do well and Michelle's just going to ask her to enunciate. Um, she is a raptorist in the sense of white people. That's yeah. that's we're gonna get there. I mean, I did, I did kind of think I don't think she's gonna be like her, but I was like, kind of like her. Um, mm-hmm. but I thought she was surprisingly good. Again, I see what you mean, kind of like a white rapper. But I thought she was all right. But I do agree with Michelle's critique, which was the whole enunciating. Yeah, because it was getting a little bit like I don't know, yeah. So she just had to enunciate more. Spanky is up and she is just singing out. She's a bit pitchy, but once she gets it, Michelle is feeling it. Um, she's got the vocals. Queen is excited to do what she does. She performs. She starts to rap and um, part of her rap includes Pussy Smells Bleh. Did not expect Queen Kong to use those words. I thought she was going to give us a little more profound lyrics, but yeah. Pussy Smells Bleh. Okay. Her song is about things that smell. And again, not what I thought her song was going to be about. Now, between Hannah and Spanking Confessional, they are amping up the love for Queen as they say it's her moment and she deserves this. Do I smell a winner's edit? Perhaps. Oh, I so smell a winner's Perhaps. edit. Yeah. We'll see. The Hung Divas arrive, and I hate that name. I can't believe they actually stuck to that. Did they come up with a second idea, or do you think Hung Divas was all they had? I don't, it's like... You'd have to be like really clueless to not try and rack your brains for more ideas than the hung divas. Like, come on, like at least go for something. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, the hung divas isn't like a pun or a play on words for any other pop culture. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, apparently, like, because I think that's where Beverly was trying to lead the group with. But if you're going to do it, the only duo that I know from Australia, the Veronicas, you could be like the Drag Veronicas or something. Yeah, like, I know, like, you. There's so many more like I don't know references you could have gone down. Like yeah. you know, it's kind of it's kind of very much a play safe idea for a girl group challenge. Is just go for like a spin off of like another girl group. Like you know, with Drag Race, with UK season three, they did like Pick and Mix from Little Mix mm-hmm. as an example. So, yeah. I mean, if I was ever going to be on Drag Race, like I would go with like Stephanie's Child. Yes. <laughs> so joke, people. I'm fully aware. Don't at me. Um, all right. Beverly is ready to show her rap sessions from her shower. Um, Sean, are you a rapper in the shower? Not a rapper, no. I will I could only really rap a rap if I knew all the lyrics like inside out. And like I said, give me some Dutch courage and I can spit it. But there it is. In the shower, I'm more like it depends on my mood, but I will get songs I can absolutely like try and belt. Like whether yeah. that's just like I don't know. There, like, I'm trying to think. There definitely was a time when like the song "Bang Bang" was like the song, and I would oh, I would sing that in the shower like, a lot. 13, so I would 24. do I would do I would do the Jesse verse cool. I'd do the Ari verse cool. Then I get to Nicki Minaj and it's like time to stop. Oh, uh, I know I can do I can well. I can do like about 80% of Nicki Minaj's verse from Bang Bang. 
Yeah. I was literally at um, Manchester Pride this weekend, just gone and bang, bang, came on. And I was with a friend and we both sang Jesse's part. We both sang Ariana's part. And then it got to Nikki's and like they were just like, mm. and I was just, I was spitting Nikki's like, then we're racking it, bang, bang, cracking it, Queen Nikki, dominant, permanent, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can do about 80% of it because there's parts that I'm like, I actually don't know what Nikki's saying. So I'm just kind of. Yeah, that's, that's part of the problem. Yep. Yeah. Um, Michelle tells her that she's lacking attitude. She wants more. And meanwhile, Molly compares her to white bread toast. So makes sense. But she does um, have a line that I'm like, I'm not sure I like this line. You'll be blocked like hair in the sink. Really? That's the blocking you want to go with? Hair in the sink? That's so vile. There's so many other like blockings you could use and like... I don't know, like, you could just say blocks, like, you could even throw in, like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know when this was filmed, but, like, I don't know, like, I would have thought, like, if I was filming Drag Race now, like, maybe, like, an All-Star 7 reference, you know, how they get blocked with the plunge. Yeah, like, there's absolutely. so many more creative ones that would pack more of a punch than, oh, like, hair in the sink, okay. Like, yeah. Beverly did think this was good, so she calls herself a raptress, and Michelle's like, calm down. And I was like, thank you. That's yes, like the mother yeah. being a, to a child, being like, you're not cool. Goodbye. Yes. Yeah. Um, Yuri does not fancy herself a singer or a rapper, but her pals think she's a shady bitch. Uh, Miss Yuri cannot find the beat. She has no rhythm when it comes to music. She's really nervous, and the struggle is very real. Now, Molly, though, reveals that she is in between rapping and singing, and she's going to do it in one take. And it's like, did not expect that one to happen. It was also not great, but Michelle was living for it. She was lip syncing to what Molly was div- doing. Yeah. Now, Molly thought she was going to have to do it line by line, to which Michelle says, you don't need to. That's for the girls that fucked up. And they pan right to Yuri oh. and Beverly. I was like, ah, shady. Shady. We're going to go back to the main stage and do some choreo time where we begin with Queen who is sporting long, straight brown hair and she's just trying to be Tarzan up there. Um, I was like, okay, just take the shirt off. Let's just see it. Um, She knows the dynamics have to be great and they need to have chemistry and she feels like the challenges will work, which is what it was for her the past few weeks. She was in a dark place, but she doesn't know that girl anymore. We then see them do their choreo, very clean. And the entire segment, though, was just about Queen proving herself. So we knew this was the, the this was the Alaska downfall episode. This was Queen's like, okay, this is where the arc goes back up. Yeah. Um, Yuri reveals that Corey is not her friend. Neither is singing. Um, girl, what do you do besides standing there and look? It's literally the same vibe as when Bianca Del Rio went to Trinity K. Renee. What do you do successfully? Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> um, we also learned that coordination and timing are not her friends either. Uh, yeah, let's find her a friend. Let's help her. For a hug. Yeah. Beverly is whining that she is frustrated that she's throwing out choreo that she thinks is fun and effective, but they're not getting it. Darling, this is what we call a group challenge. You're only as strong as your weakest link. Adapt. Yeah. Literally, I yeah. Beverly, think- though, wants to shine, and you can just see her cracking. She knows that if she's in the bottom, she's probably going home. Because track records, yes, no, I bitch, mean, they don't matter. It's it's very rare in the drag race. I was gonna say franchise, it's very rare in drag race a queen will survive three, yeah. Or more. Usually, the third, it's like three strikes throughout. You do get the odd one. 
who will survive free. Like you've had GGB, Georgius, um, Cameron, Cameron as well. But like they like, especially with Georgius and Cameron, like they're phenomenal performers. Like they can move. Whereas That's like true. I don't think Beverly is the same level. So I did think yeah. But she's a dancing diva in Brisbane. She is. Oh well, I I get the vibe because she was making out. Oh, I'm a dancer. This that the other. I'm like. It's one thing to be a choreographer, then it's one mm-hmm. thing to be a dancer. Exactly. It's like I remember watching season 10 when um they were doing a design challenge and um like they were saying how Yuha was a very good seamstress, but then Monet said a good seamstress does not a designer make. So that's true, that's thought, true. Yeah, so I kind of thought it's kind of almost the same parallel. If if you're you can be a good choreographer, you can be a good dancer, but not a good choreographer. That's so true. yeah. Well, it's a new day, and Queen has walked into a situation that she was not expecting. Beverly's going to ask Queen a question. She says she knows her to be maternal and the mom of the group, and states that she hasn't felt that this way. Queen will say that she doesn't appreciate being talked to in a certain way, and she felt she was coming at them. Beverly will state that they felt they all latched on together and they weren't wanted. And of course, this prompts Spanky and Hannah to get defensive and say, that's not us not wanting you. Of course it was, bitch. You weren't wanted. Meanwhile, in confessional, Queen says that she feels Beverly is not giving them the genuine Bev that she knows. She goes from being insecure and needing validation to being overconfident, arrogant character. Okay, so Queen's really not happy with Beverly. No, I mean, if if you see that change of energy in someone, of course, like Queen just comes across very much as a very much no nonsense person. Yeah, you can so tell that like it's almost like right, no one else is going to call it out. I'm going to call it out because otherwise it's just going to, you know, escalate further mm-hmm. and it's going to get worse. So I'm going to do it. And she, you know, she has like the balls to do it and fair play to her. You know, not many people do. Um, Be- yeah. Beverly was just asking because she thought Queen was not happy with her and she was trying to figure out why. And Queen yeah. will say this is why she was being abrasive to her. She doesn't like when people project on her and Beverly respond with that. It wasn't that Queen that she knows and made her question who it was, yeah. which is now going to set Queen off. She's set off because her character is being questioned. So when Beverly says that Queen made her feel uncomfortable, she retorts that Beverly was being shady behind the scenes by whispering her name, and she doesn't do that bullshit. Beverly will apologize. Queen will take her apology and say that her feelings are valid, and she says she was not here for her yesterday. It was just really hard to watch the other girls try to end this conversation on a positive note because you could tell that this young kid in Beverly again was just about to burst out crying. Like yeah. you can tell that she admires Queen Kong and has expectations for who Queen Kong is. And it's almost like a little puppy being left out in the rain, being like, Why why do you hate me? What did I do wrong? And she's just trying to figure it out and not grasping what she did wrong. Yeah, it's kind of she almost had like a yeah, no, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there. That's yeah, very much that. And you know, I don't know. It's like if you if you do something wrong and then like I don't know, someone you really admire is the one who's kind of calls you out or disciplines you, or whatever. Then you're like, oh no, like it's kind of that mixed feeling because obviously she has, she clearly has like respect for Queen, um, but it probably did hurt her thinking, oh my god, it's Queen who's calling me out and putting me in line but Beverly 
you know, whether she knows or not that she is wrong or not, she would, you would still be upset about it. Yeah, absolutely. Spanky helps Queen regroup. She doesn't want to have sisters who project onto others as she has her own bullshit to deal with. She's now starting to spiral. Queen is a consummate professional. She has to pull herself together and project a beacon of power, light and fun, which is not her current reality. She will slap on a smile and dance like a monkey. We are witnessing what it's like to be Queen Kong. And it's like, okay, she is definitely that person who's very professional and um, she's going to keep it inside if she's not feeling great. So if you work with her in the future, make sure you're on a good side. Yes, definitely make sure you're in her good books. Absolutely. <laughs> well, let's bring it to the runway as Rue is wearing orange. She looked good. Um, it does. It's what very- was that shiny stone in the middle of her face? I know. I was like, why? What? What does that? It doesn't really bring anything to look. It doesn't tie the look together. If she wore like a little stone last week when she was a wizard, I'd be like, okay, fine. I can, I can, I can adapt with that. It kind of has that kind of magical, maybe like ethereal sort of look. Like, yeah, Yeah. but yeah, it didn't really. It didn't go with it. It was kind of like, why was it there? You know, she still would have looked stunning without it. This week we got Michelle, who has no gray. She is wearing red in her hair to match our pal Reese Nicholson. Um, And uh, New Yorkers, Reese Nicholson's actually going to be in New York at the end of September doing, uh, I think, five shows. I think I want to go. Oh my God, you should so go. I'd love to. I mean, I've only known Reese as a down under judge and seen him in that environment. So I'd. I'd love to see what he's like. As yeah, a, he's bringing know. his show that he just did at Edinburgh for um, a couple of shows in New York. I think at the moment. Yeah, he, he just finished. Um, and the person who performed before him yeah. at the same venue was Karen from Finance. Oh my God, I didn't even know they were there. I knew, yeah. um, I knew Jinx Monsoon mm-hmm. was there doing shows. Yeah. I really want to go to Edinburgh. I've been to Edinburgh before. I went four years ago and it's just the most stunning city it's so picturesque like it's cobblestone streets everywhere like it really is just like something out of a fantasy novel um and then yeah fringe is just like fringe festival it's massively high up Mm -hmm. on my bucket list i kind of forget about it and then it happens i'm like oh my god i need to go to fringe and then next year let's go we're going to do it Yes, well, I am becoming, um, I'll have summers off with my new job. So I'll be off Amazing. every year. So pop over to the UK and we'll go. Let's do it. Yes. All right, let's start with our songs, then we'll move into the runway. And we're going to start with BAPS. Uh, so they just did not look like a girl group. Like usually that's part of the shtick for this challenge is to look like a group. There was no cohesion or color story. And I thought that was kind of a shame. I thought that as well. And I'm really surprised. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm really surprised Michelle didn't pick up on that because that's such a critique that she would give. Um, I remember in like UK season three when it was the BDE challenge and um, I can't remember all the members of the group, but Charity Case mm-hmm. um, an outfit and it basically didn't tie in with the other three and the other threes were cohesive and Michelle called her out on it massively. So yeah. the fact that she didn't for this one is an absolute crime because yeah, it's very weird three, they're all in three completely different colors which is like i guess the song was like tearing down each other and that was what the joke of the song is so i guess they weren't supposed to be like a full-on group i don't know i'm trying to justify it i got nothing uh it was bad yeah those i tried to see if there was any sort of accessory even just i mean they all were wearing leotards that was about it like they all had 
Yeah, they tried on. Leotards, in fairness, but like even so, like you've got Queen who's got like a leotard on, then she's got like um sort of like a hat on top of her way, mm-hmm. um, and then like Hannah's one's like a completely different sort of shape almost to Spanky's and then yeah it just Spanky's wearing Spanx no No, Spanky's wearing terrible drag (laughs) that being said they had the energy and the attitude for the song I think Hannah looked so good in the silver playful white blonde wig very girl group Mm -hmm. um she started them off well but she just didn't do much but stand there there was no choreography for her uh which is interesting Mm -hmm. yeah I thought that then I thought we that. have Spanky Mother Tucker in the house tonight uh, with that flat ass wig. I just burn it, bitch. That wig is terrible. <laughs> Drag queen should not wear that ever. No, it's no, and especially next to Queens, she's got a stunning wig on, and Hannah's right. a good one as well. Yeah, it's it sticks out like, like if I were Hannah or Queen, I'd be like, you can have one of my wigs. You can wear this, please, please, please. Uh-huh. Um, damn, this lady has no fashion taste. <laughs> Um, as far as performance, she's good. She's very, very entertaining. Yeah, the energy was there. I thought she did. I thought she did great. Um, yeah, I, I thought great energy, and I thought kind of great chemistry in that. Like, apart from the fact that they weren't dressed in cohesive colors, mm-hmm. you could kind of tell from the chemistry that they did feel like a group. That yeah. it wasn't just like three separate people. Um. The choreo that Queen and Hannah were doing on the side of Spanky, very simple, didn't pull focus, but they were in tune to what the song was. So it was very, very well done. Yeah. Uh, Group choreo, very good, very simple. And it's one that the fans can emulate, which is very important, which we obviously learned in the UK. If the fans can do the chorus from the, the, do the choreo from the chorus, you're set. People will listen and they'll do it on the TikTok. Oh, I literally have like the breakup bye-bye like engraved in my mm-hmm. head because i just um i've got the uk hun uh pretty well down um that's that's my jam yeah, such a good song. I've, I've told my friend that when i am rich um and i have a penthouse um the doorbell is going to be uh uk hun it's going to be like oh the my god i love it because you know how like They'll go ding dong. It'll be like uh-huh. ding dong. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I said it has to be the entire chorus only because my parents' house is going to be so huge. It's going to take him forever to open the door. <laughs> I'm oh, such an asshole. Um, Queen, I love you, but your tights were gray. What is happening? They didn't match. I know. I can so see it now, actually. It's like so bad. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to say Queen is a performer. I would just do anything to see her live. Um, Britta, bring her back. Because she did a show in New York a couple years ago. Bring her back. See it. See, I'm so like, I've, I mean, I've been to the States before. And it wasn't until this year I saw like drag in the US. Mm-hmm. I've not seen like any. I've been to Australia four times, but I've not been... I've, I've not been like at an age where I could go out to the bars and see That's the fair. drag so I don't know like any of what the drag is like in Australia you know I don't really know of any performers um the only person I knew was Karen from finance mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that was because I was like I'm sure I've heard it before but that's what I love about Down Under is I'm kind of going in blind yeah. like really blind as to who where, where in Australia did you go um I have family who live out in Sydney um, oh my, fine. Yeah, my um godmother. Well, she's my cousin. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she moved out to Australia, oh my God, I think like 17, 18 years ago. So I would have only been like seven, eight. And also my parents, my dad worked in Perth in the eighties. And then my mum went out to be with him and then they got engaged in Perth. So That's Australia, so yeah. So Australia has always been like a place close to their heart. And they took me and my brothers there. When I was really young, when I was like six, and then the second time they took us there, I was such an oblivious seven-year-old, but we almost emigrated. We almost moved to Australia. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and I just kind of, I think it was around Brisbane or Sydney, like Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast. Um, but we never moved and we've never looked back on it, but we've had a great time visiting. And then, yeah, every time we've gone over since we go see my godmother who lives in Sydney, well, she lives just outside, um, but she's only about, I don't think even an hour away from the city of Sydney. Uh, listeners, um, if you have money, give it to me and Sean so we can go to World Pride in February. Yes, please. It was World Pride in In Australia. Sydney. Oh, yes, it is. God. Oh, yep. There were some issues in this group, but in the end, that double split sold it all. Very good group. Very, very, very well done. Yeah. Let's talk about the Hung Divas. Again, no cohesion either, but I'm going to say you could pass them off as ketchup, mustard, and relish. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. You so could. Literally the only way I can justify it. Otherwise, this was, uh, uh, again, no idea. Uh, started off well because there was no choreography. There was nothing to do. Um, I need to make a confession. Reese was doing like this half-ass choreo with like his little, like biting the top of his lip and, and, and doing it like no one's watching. That was me personified. That's what I do at the club. I am a very, very weak ass boger because I am so insecure and can't dance. Reese, I see you. I get you. Yeah, I, well, me and voguing, it depends on the song. If I'm not that into the song, then I'll just kind of do a light one. But then if it's like my bop, my absolute jam, then I will go hardcore, especially if it is Madonna Vogue. Of course, of course. Or hands down, like you gotta go ham on that one. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Um, giddy up girls it's Beverly Kills uh, gonna give you whiplash cause I love my thrills me too call me drop the Canadian guy Americans do it better um, she's not a raptress her recording was lacking but she had the energy in the performance that was unmatched in this group yeah. she was in it to prove that she wants to be there use caution with this one and not because, because she had a caution on her belt yeah, no, I think I think out of the three of them, she kind of stood out as the one who executed the choreography the best. Yeah. I mean, there, there must be some truth to her word of being the dancing diva of Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I've been maybe I'm being proven wrong. Um, but you could you could definitely tell in terms of the choreography, she was the strongest of the group, or at least she knew it the best. Um, Yuri had just no connection to the song. It was bad. It was kind of giving me Scarlet Harlot once she messed up at, like that one time and then she just could not get back in. That's what Yuri was giving to me. Um, when we got to the chorus, Molly just fell apart. I don't know if she got lost or was looking for a reference to help her find her spot, but she was off and I felt like she was done for the night. Like there was nothing to yeah, see. There, there was a lot of her like looking 
saw to the side to see what her next move was. Like she was looking yeah. towards like Beverly and Yuri's direction to see like, oh, what's my next? Oh, here we go, you know? So I think with choreography, when these dance challenges, you have to sell it with your face. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I remember in season 14, there was a dance challenge number. I think it might've been the Moulin Rue musical. Angeria wasn't very confident or she like missed a couple of steps but she sold it with her face so they just kind of you know they condemned her for that and said you did well you sold it to us so we'll look past it and I think that's I think especially with Yuri had she done that it would have helped her a lot I agree up here in the face I will say Molly with those space buns was giving me net a realness and we all know how much I love my Eurovision babe um Prediction, where's it going to be? Oh, in the UK. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Leeds is one of the shortlisted. Yes, it is. Shortlisted. Yes, it is. I loved that when they published the shortlist, it's like six or seven cities. London was not London. And like so many people, like the gays love Eurovision. And so many of like the London gays on Twitter were just like outraged that London wasn't shortlisted. But then like, you know, you've got to, with these kind of events, you've got to give another city the limelight. London still so much of it. The, the reality is it's not even theirs. It's still technically Ukraine's and they're just the host for them. Um, and I was like, why is it not London? If I'm going to come out there for Eurovision, I want to be somewhere that I can actually do other things. But there's a lot you can do around the UK. Obviously, there's a lot to do in London. London's ginormous. Mm. It really is like the epicenter of the uk really in terms of like well i'll i'll tell you what i want to do when i go to the uk oh. like maybe in the summer i am a theme park junkie <gasps> i love theme parks so i want to go to alton towers so badly i have not been to Alton towers which is like a sin for me because i love yeah. theme parks it's yeah it's the biggest one in the uk then you've got um thought park in london yep. Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't as big as Alton Towers, but there's some pretty decent. I've been to Thorpe Park so many times that and anyone who's really good pals with me knows how much I love Thorpe Park. <laughs> it's just this thing everyone's just everyone knows. But I yes, yeah, it's that's got some good rides, and it's it's just like it's technically in London. It's not very far out; like you could easily go there. Um, but Alton Towers is kind of very much if you were staying in London, like you'd have to get quite a few trains. And buses because it really is in like the middle no one would say middle of nowhere but it's quite far out depending yeah. on where you are um i think um, i saw nikki doll had just recently gone to alton towers and i was like i'm jealous we'll go to alton towers yeah, we'll I, go, I'll, we'll have, I'll have each summer off so come perfect over. yeah um for me with molly how are you gonna sing about big tits of the season and not wear big tits yeah she didn't have a breastplate on. Oh yeah. Well, she or she did on the runway, which we'll get to. Sure did. Yeah. Shortly, but yeah, no. On the in the performance, if you're going to sing about it, have the goods ready. Like <laughs> this was a very safe performance. Not as good as the other team because they were just on point. But this just it was it was fine. It wasn't a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was okay. I mean. It's been worse, but then when there's only you're only being compared to one other group, so right. you've either got to kill it or that's it, like you're done for. I'm gonna say it. This was a fun song. Um, will I write my own lyrics to it? Maybe just for the shits and giggles. Um, yeah. it's a fun song. I would. I'd so would. All right, let's do it. Runway time. Category yeah. is belts, buckles, and chains. 
in honor of the runway, we are going to play Chained Up or Buckled Down. Chained Up or Buckled Down. There it is. Two tour boots. There it is. Because we can't have Tudor boot. They have it. It's copyright. Was I not meant to say it? No, you can say it. It's fine. All right. Queen Kong. Look by Sherry McCoy. I hate this, but I think it's also fun. The black and pink work, but my OCD needs those buckles to line the fuck up like it hurts my fucking head. Sure. We have the lipstick hair, and we all know if you've been watching Canada's Drag Race, um, that style has been destroyed by Jada Shada Hudson. Never can do it again. It's fine. I think. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this look. I, yeah, I agree. My OCD was like triggered the fact that they weren't like aligning and they were kind of mismatched, like the stripes, like the black yeah. and pink. I just thought, do it like clean, make them like, you know, straight. Um, and I think, you know, she had all, she had quite a few buckles down there. And like, like Michelle said, it was a fun look. And I did like mm-hmm. the hair. Um, I don't think, I love that there was the nod to Mean Girls. I even clicked that before she said it. I did like the hair and accessories. I don't think it was her best makeup either. So I think she could have, that's probably my main negative critique on the look is probably her makeup. Michelle says that she thinks it ended up really good. She says the runway is really beautiful and fun. She loves the hair. She's really proud of her. Reese says, he loves seeing her so clearly in her element and thinking like this is queen. And Rue says this is the first time in the competition that she really commanded herself. Great. I'll give it a chained up, just like very soft, like right on the line. Yeah, yeah, very much. I'd be on the fence, but I would dabble over onto the chained up. Yeah. Um, audience, 58% chained up, 42% buckle down. Next up is Spanky Jackson. Uh, look by Tara Dickinson. Uh, she is bondage Barbie. She's got the ball gag. And I'm sure you own one of those, right? I'm shocked that it even made it to Instagram because um, apparently uh, ball gags are not allowed. They get um, taken off the internet. Uh, but that look is still there. For me, this was like cock destroyers for little girls. Um, this is just her aesthetic. I just think she's just not a runway girl. Um, this is not a walk. This is like a walk around look. The only fun part about this is like her name slapped all over the place. And at least you would know where she is in a club because she kind of glows in the dark. Um, the racing stripes over her nips was funny. But other than that, this was a mess. Yeah, I thought the first thing I thought was, is I thought this is literally like if Nicki Minaj did like an S&M version of Baywatch. Is yes. what I thought. It was like you had like the pink aesthetic of like, you know, Pink Friday era Nicki Minaj. And then you mm-hmm. have like the wet hair, like very kind of Baywatch. And then obviously the SM with the boots, buckles, and the belts. Sorry, the belts, the buckles, and the chains. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was ill fitting, but she did explain that it was, she said she had lost a lot of weight while she had been on the show. So I, I give the benefit of the doubt for her saying that. Um, but if they were only on episode five, how much? It's not people? five weeks. It's only like, eight days yeah. yeah they do like two or three episodes a week right so yeah she would have been like max in there two weeks by that time but yeah, I, want, I want to be on whatever diet she is that <laughs> that part literally tell me your secrets spanky michelle oh, says she's never thought she'd see baggy latex spanky says it's because she lost weight in the competition reese says the look is pretty messy but if she were more polished he'd be like is that still spanky Rue says it's on brand for Spanky Jackson. She thought she was fabulous in the performance and on the runway. Yeah, Rue, you're wrong. Buckle down. Terrible. 
Yeah, I'm sorry, thank you. Gonna have to buckle down on it too. <laughs> the audience, 29% chained up, 71% buckle down. Hanaconda, look by Lara Hollywood, hair by wigs by Vanity. Um, I think this look in person would have been to die for. On screen, it just was so underrated. Black is just a very, very difficult color to portray on television. Um, I love the hair with the chains intertwined with the braid. Love that it's a mini dress. It's very cute, very flattering on her body. The buckles are there, very understated. Um, The rhinestones are perfect. It's It's a very cute look, but it would have been better in a different color. Yeah, I think when I saw it, especially like shoulder up, I thought it was stunning. Yeah. Like the makeup was just chef's kiss, um, mm-hmm. as was her makeup last week. Because I kind of thought, my God, her makeup's really good. And then this week, you really saw it. Um, I loved that the hair was very much like sort of this braid, like very sort of like um, ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. Of, and then the fact that she had like the chains intertwined, I thought was such a good contrast. You've got like the old classic, like, ancient greek style mixed with like these you know these chains going through i just loved that contrast um yeah i think had she done it it was it like a black dress if i remember correctly it was black yeah i think had she done it like navy it would have Mm -hmm. hopped a bit better on the runway um i would have loved maybe if there was a bit more of like a grandeur to the dress like if it was longer Mm-hmm. Like, because you had, because she had like the Greek hair, I would have loved if it was long and straight, like a Greek robe as well. If you know, yeah, what that'd I mean. be cool. That'd so be cool. then I would have loved that. But I think, you know, that's the only negative critique I could give about it is I wish it was longer because then it would have looked even yeah. more beautiful. And then Michelle, maybe like navy because it would have popped better. Michelle says she came in and knew exactly what she wanted to do and she had fun watching her performance. She says the kids should be afraid of Miss Hanaconda. Reese wants to know why little Hannah's in the room and not the house, aim for the stars, and Hannah will say that's just, that's when you're her size, the room is quite big. Rue says she was fantastic and she looks gorgeous. I'll give her a chained up. Chained up as well, absolutely. Audience. 53% chained up, 47% buckle down. Didn't like it. I know why some people would buckle it down, but I would chain it up. Yeah. Yeah. Beverly Kills, look by The Hemingbird, hair by Beverly, nails by Fierce Nail House, and earrings by Miss Madison. Um, I think this was a case of Beverly being so upset that she never got to do the Denim and Diamonds runway. Oh um, my God, I'm so glad you said it before me. I would have, I literally thought it was such <laughs> a ripoff of Aquarius look from that Literally. Um, I love the inspiration going for Britney and Justin Moment from the early 2000s, like actually probably before she was even fucking born. Yeah. Uh, which hurts my heart to say. It's a leotard that's elevated and a little capelet. Perfect because she did line it, so I'm very happy that she did. Um, The hat is cute. The only thing I would have cut was that headband. I don't know why she had it. Maybe just to hold her hair back, but it was not necessary. Yeah, I don't either. But it's the fact that like there were so many attentions to details in her look that were really similar to Aquarius. Like she had the same like multi-patterned denim as Aquaria did. Aquaria also had like the thigh-high boots. Aquaria Mm -hmm. also had the hat. I mean, even the shape of the wig was the same. Um, It was a different color. She kind of had a bit, um, 
Beverly like had almost like a bit of an ombre going off. It was like a couple different shades, but yeah. like it was the same shape. And I just was like, you clearly were like, I'm going to see if they don't notice like that. Literally. Like Rue's not going to remember. Rue probably can't remember Aquarius' name. Ah, she forgot Jinx Monsu's name at DragCon, so there was definitely no hope she was going to remember Aquarius. Were you, were you in the room for that? No, I was. I have the video. I have my own video. I released it did when they, Jinx did won. They it? Did they? Obviously, it's when they're cutting like the pink carpet ribbon. Yes. Yeah. Was it only VIPs? Who were I think it was VIP and press. Yeah. See, I when I went, I didn't do VIP. Um, oh, okay. Just because who I went with, um, my friend, he was like, it's not worth the money because he just kind of explained it to me in finer details. Like, okay, we'll just get general admission if that's what yeah. it's called. Um, so I was sadly not in the room when RuPaul couldn't remember Jinx Monsoon's name. Was it he couldn't well, remember? Maybe, maybe, it, different maybe I can ask them if I do get tickets for like five press tickets and I'll be like, oh, this is my entourage. I need them all. <laughs> yes. Literally, I need someone to help me like remember to eat. That's very important. Oh, well, I definitely want to it's see you in the UK in January. Like, please, please. Come. Yes, I hope to. All right. Michelle says she felt like a proud mother because it was wonderful. She had an attitude, and when she sold it, they felt it. That's what they need more from her. Reese was so proud as she was there, and she he got to see her a little more. And Rue says she got to see her emerge and felt like the birth of Beverly Kills. A little too late in the competition, but okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a chained up. I liked it. What Beverly's look, yeah. I mean, as much as it was, in my opinion, just like completely stealing a page from Aquarius book, um, or just ripping it off completely. Like I, you know, it to me, it's still a chained up. So, audience, eighty-three percent chained up, seventeen percent buckle down. Yuri guy, look by Yuri again in person. This is probably a knockout. The silver on silver on screen, a little hard to digest, especially in those lights. But the snakeskin all tightly on her it is oozing sex. A reminder, you do not need to show skin to be sexy, girls. There's your reminder. Uh, her mug is always on point. But what I loved about this was the transformation of her face because she's not giving you those harsh contour slabs. This was probably the closest feminine glam we would see from her on the show. And I applaud her for it. Yeah, I love this look. It was, I just thought it was fantastic. It very much kind of like you, I did say I did think like with Beverly it was kind of ripping off Aquarius whereas like with Yuri's one I did kind of think but not as much of a rip off there was very much a nod to it, it reminded me a lot of Got Mick's Lame runway mm-hmm. yeah but she was kind of in a similar colored bodysuit with the Lame as she was strutting down but like in Got Mick's outfit she had different attention to details in it than right. Yuri did like Yuri's had different accessories, different kind of moments in the outfit. Um, but that was definitely a standout for me. Like I thought it was brilliant. Absolutely. Michelle says she struggled the most. She didn't struggle because she's not talented, but because the voice is in her head. When she has to be something outside of what she is in the runway, she freaks out. Reese says she had a couple little moments where she stumbled, but it didn't let her rattle her. And Rue loves the outfit. She says she stumbled a little bit, but it was fun watching her. She knows she's not a dancer. It's a chained up. I enjoyed it. Yeah, same for me. Chained up. Audience, 98% chained up, 2% buckle down. Damn, that's... One person didn't like it. Big, big contrast. Molly Poppins. 
look by Plastic Money, hair by Esterix, nails by Royal Claws. It's a good look. It's not bad. It's insanely simple for Drag Race. She is obsessed with that mermaid flair, but I guess if you know what works in your body, go off. The elements are there. The colors are right. The hair is big. The chains and buckles are present. It's just missing that pizzazz, like a spark of excitement. Or maybe that's just Molly. Like She's turned into one of the most lackluster stars. Um, She's very much fading away from me. Yeah, I think with this one-way look, um, like it was it was a good look. I wasn't blown away by it. Like, will I remember it next week? Probably not. Um, and yeah, I just kind of thought, I mean, she brought the boobs with that look, like she should have yeah. in the performance. Um, and the thing with Molly is is that I kind of at the beginning of the competition, like based, I always like to just based on like literally first impressions, like the promo yep. look, like the teaser. I always try and think, oh, I wonder who's gonna get very far. I wonder who's gonna be like first one out. And like, I would have put Molly as like quite an early one out. Cause she's, hmm. I don't know. She just gives me that vibe. I can't like explain exactly why. But then when she won the first week, I was like, oh, okay. Like this is, she's gonna be a bit of a dark horse here. Yeah. And I think she kind of has been a little bit, but yeah, with the runway looks, well, especially this week, I just wasn't like, I wasn't mesmerized by it. I just yeah. was kind of like, but having said that, if if she's doing the mermaid flair, and like you said, if you know, if, if you have a queen, you know what works for you, like it's a competition. You gotta play to your strengths. Exactly. So if you know you're gonna look amazing in a certain silhouette, like do that. Obviously. Don't do it too many times or Michelle will call you out and drag you through the mud like she did literally last season in the US when she kept wearing course after course after course. Just like uh, Kimmy Couture did on Dra- Canada's Drag Race this week. <laughs> Bras and panty. <Ooh>, yep. <laughs> Michelle says she was fantastic in the recording session on the runway. Does it look great? Yes. Does it fit in not baggy latex? Yes. Reese says throughout the challenge, there were moments where she lost it, but got it back. He had fun watching her. And Rue says there was times she could see her looking in the corner of her, looking for the choreography. She says the outfit was so much fun. She's seen it before, but it looks great. It's a chained up. It Like like we said, it, I've seen it before. It looks great, but nothing groundbreaking. Yeah, I kind of like with um, Queen's Kong's look, I, was very, I would have been very much on the fence, but I'd still kind of say more chained up because it wasn't a terrible outfit. Yeah. Audience, 63% chained up, 37% buckle down. It's head backstage time. As Beverly believes, they all got pretty great critiques except for Spanky's loose pink flap. Hannah thinks it was a lot of nitpicking, which Yuri says if that's the case, it's her and Molly in the bottom. Molly co-signs on this, and Beverly believes that no one's going to go home, and Yuri's like, shut the fuck up and let me feel my feelings. (gasps) And then suddenly, a phone starts ringing. What? Is is Vivaldi there? Did someone smuggle a phone into the building again? No, 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 no. Uh, it is just Sophie Muck. And yes, we're going to watch this on a Samsung flip phone. They couldn't even put her on the big screen and be like, ha here's your phone. Okay, I now know, you can watch her on the so, screen. It was so awkward. Like, why didn't they do it on, like, the monitor screen like they literally do for every... Like they did oh. with Olivia Newton-John, rest in peace. I know, God rest her soul, bless her. But yeah, why? Um, well, stupid. Are you well, familiar I, with the work of Sophie Monk? I am not. I That's okay. I come up and, I mean, the thing is now, with Queens on Drag Race, like, especially, like, Down Under, like, 
you know, other franchises where they get guests on who, like, we won't know, we might not necessarily know, as well as if we watch the American one or the UK mm-hmm. one. Um, like, I can never tell anymore with, by how they react if they're pretending to be excited, like, this is genuinely someone they're like, oh my God. Yes. Or if it is um, just like, oh, I don't know who that person so is. So according to my Australian hubby, um, Sophie Monk is a big deal for the gays. They oh, really? adore Sophie Monk. So this okay. was actually a big deal. She is an Australian singer, actress, model, and television presenter. Um, she's a big deal. Okay. Uh, I remember like a year ago, she was dropping out a, a new single or something. And my friend was like, she's back. She's back. So like, this is, this was big. Okay. Why she wasn't in studio. I, I don't know. Could have been a COVID thing or commitment. Probably. Issue. I don't know. Um, she jokes that she was excited that they knew her name because she usually gets confused for Courtney Ack, which is really funny because I'm sure if Rue heard that, she's like, I hate her. <gasps> Why does Rue hate Courtney Ack? I don't get it. It's not fair. Um, I don't know. Is there like some sort of, you know, how there is some beef? Like- I'm not really sure. I think Courtney said something and Rue's like, you're blocked. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's almost like any, if there's any queen who publicly, like, puts a toe out of line in a sentence with RuPaul's name and, like, RuPaul just shuns them. Like, Which how, is so happened? funny like, what that Alaska is still best friends with Courtney and Willem. Huh? Sorry, what did you say? It's just funny that Alaska is still best friends with Courtney and Willem. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ru hates them both. Well... Sophie notes that working in a girl group is hard because if there is drama, you have to throw it off and get out there and forget about it with entertaining. They don't care if you've had a bad day. Um, Did the camera literally do a close-up of the bottom of the phone to remind us this is a Samsung plug? You fucking bet. (laughs) It wasn't even like, here's the bottom of the phone and here's Sophie's face. No, no, no. It was the bottom, like, underside of the phone. As you hear Queen talking, I was like, this is embarrassing. If yeah. any of y'all buy this fucking phone, <laughs> you canceled. Oh, no, literally. I mean, I worked, I've, I worked at a phone shop the last, like, year and a half, and now I'm about to go into a new job. And, like, we sold that, that Samsung, like, flip phone. And I'd honestly say in the year and a half I worked there, and we sold a lot of Samsung ones, I'd say I probably sold, like, two, maybe three in, like, a year and a half, and that was just me. Drag like, Race, a lot the of people, gays are not buying this phone. No, 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 no heterosexuals are even buying the phone. No, let alone gay people. So, I mean, you probably think, oh, yeah, maybe the gays will, because it's got the whole, like, you kind of, Fold it like snap, you get that kind of snap sassy over. But no, it's no. just not if, practical. No, time. because you, you can clack a fan and it, it, if it breaks, it's fine. You clack a it, phone and it breaks, it, there's a lot of money. You can't do like the mean, like you know, the no. old hit phones where you like slap it shot like Emma Roberts and like a naughty's like chick flick. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> well, Queen asked Sophie to give them advice to move forward in the competition, and she says, Be yourself and don't fake it. That's good advice. And Queen likes that she's authentically herself and doesn't give a fuck. She wants that for herself. Yeah. Right. The Queen's return as Rue has made some decisions and has decided that Queen Kong, Smokey Jackson, and Hannah Connor win. Baps for the win. And they each get $2,000 thanks to snag tights with a year's supply of tights. To which Spanky is like, I really need them. And everybody's like, and Rue's like, and everyone else in the room is like, yeah, you do. You need yeah. the tights. Yes. Beverly is safe leaving. Yuri and Molly is the bottom two. Do you agree? Um, I think so, because like 
with the winning group, like you could tell that group did the best out of the two. Mm-hmm. And I don't think like in the group, like in the Babs, um, there wasn't, it wasn't a case of like two of them were great, one of them wasn't very good, and then the other one was like carried by the other two. So, but, so I think like, I think everyone in Babs deserves to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think personally, like Queen should have just had a solo win. I would have loved her to have had like a solo moment win. Um, but nevertheless, Spanky and Hannah both did pretty well. And it kind of mixes it up quite interestingly because Spanky's now in the lead with like three wins. Yeah, it's insane. And then you've got Hannah like tailing closely behind her of two wins. And then Queen now has a win. Yuri Guy now has a win. Molly's got a win. So now it's just Beverly left. Um, and then when you've got like the other group, yeah, Beverly like unquestionably, is a unquestionably, safe did I say that right? Um, performed like the best or the strongest out of the three. When it gets down to six, like it's literally just splitting hairs. So, mm-hmm. you know, it does come to that. So yeah, I do think it was a fair bottom too. The song is Chains S&M Remix by Tina Arena. And I like this song. I've never heard it before, but now I'm always just going to think of you because we did this podcast together. Yeah. <laughs> Molly takes off her mermaid flare chaps and she's ready to party. Uh, this was the Molly show and Yuri was just there to look pretty. Uh, poor girl. I'm not going to lie. I will likely forget about this lip sync performance because like there's three more episodes coming within the next week. Um, yeah. You got to be pretty extraordinary for me, for me to remember this lip sync, but um, it was fine. I think I also, I think just with any drag race lip sync, it's, there's been so many seasons now, it's got to be an absolute killer lip sync. Like for me, like recently uh, a, re- a lip sync that was like, okay, this is one that everyone needs to watch was um, La Biberta and Lita Banana. Yes, I literally watched that. Like, well, I, I was quite behind on Drag Race France, but that episode I watched like three or four days ago. And mm-hmm. that is one for like the history books, like the emotion Brilliant. in it. Um, like I, like I said before, I speak French. So I, I caught like the emotion in the lyrics and I was like, oh my God, this is a really sad song. Yep. And then like, uh, yeah it was just it was so moving and there's never been a lip sync really like that in the entire franchise the closest is as i said in that time was um latrice royale um but that had a different impact because it was really just her this was yeah. both of them together yeah it was yeah it was um, very very emotional and uh, sean yeah. just make me one more promise don't shave your head me don't shake my head no i've That's never done that good 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 no i kind of i i'm always so boring i just keep it kind of you have good hair you have very nice hair i it's irish hair so it's it's so <laughs> like i mean i don't know if you felt it when i was over for drag con and mickey's mm-hmm. but it's such thick hair it is like and it's all of my my mum was born and raised in ireland and then my granddad like had the exact same hair as me it's just so thick like I've literally had people come up to I have not people. I had one person once come up to me at a club. Um, and he was like, Oh my god, I love your hair. What's it? What what do you use in it? And I was like, I thought he meant like shampoo or like mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, just I use um I literally jokingly said I like something like I don't know, head and shoulders or dove or something. And he was like, No, like what have you put in it tonight? And I was like, What, like shampoo? And he was like, No, what have you put in it? Like hairspray, like whatever. And I was like, 
there's nothing in it. It's just so thick. It just stays on it. So it just doesn't move. It just doesn't move. Um, Obviously, if I put product in it, then it gives it a nice little, like, shine. Uh Um, Uh-huh. But no, because it's it's not shiny on its own. It needs to have product in it to look even more like. Mwah. But yeah, I, I will not shave. You will not see me for buzz okay, cut, like eleven from Stranger Things anytime. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> well, in the end, Molly stays as we say goodbye to Yuri Guy. I agree with that. Do you? I think so. I think. I think with Yuri guys, she had like this storyline going in the series that she was very, not very confident. She was quite shy. Um, and I can't remember if I've already said in this podcast, you either, you think, right, either she's going to pull it out the bag in the last four episodes or her days are numbered. Yeah. Like she's going to go very soon. And, and there was just no way she could win. Yeah. And I think, I just think, yeah, she just kind of really didn't have the confidence in herself which is kind of it's sad to see but you know not everyone has it so I would have you know it's it's kind of yeah it, it is it was a bit like sad because I would have loved to have seen like some character development in her I would have loved for a storyline to have gone down that direction because it was getting quite monotonous yeah um and yeah I did I did kind of see it coming I thought Yuri was gonna go home well, she does leave with some wise words. Live fast, eat ass. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Always eat ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got some burning questions for you to wrap this podcast. Are you ready? Yes, go. What is Yuri's legacy? What's Yuri's legacy? Um, I think that is an interesting question. Um, Yuri's legacy, I think, is just very... Um, you know, I think not that she necessarily did this because she did have the whole like storyline with being very shy and intimidating. But like, I think her storyline and you know her being on the show should just teach you to always believe in yourself, always yeah. have faith in yourself, fake it till you make it. Um, yeah. And you know, I yeah, I just think you've got to give it absolutely. She did. I think she did give it her best, but I think she just could have flourished even more and literally I feel like I've kind of said in a nutshell like just you know be confident in yourself believe in yourself um don't give up like you know I feel like she sent such a positive message absolutely directly just from that and she was definitely the fashion queen of the season she was the icon I mean every week when I would do the tootin boots like she almost got 100% almost every week she was very 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 well yeah she yeah, she was on the runway. She was one of the only queens. There's always like one queen every season of like whatever franchise mm-hmm. that I always cannot wait to see what they're wearing the next week. Yeah. And she was this one for down under season two for me. We got a branding challenge next week. Anyone you're worried about? The branding? Um oh, so who have we got? We've got Molly, we've got I mean we've got Hannah, we've got Spanky, we've got Queen, we've got Molly, and we've got Beverly. Um, I'd probably say I'd be worried for Beverly. Um, Me too. I just feel like, because she's very much, like she said, she's the dancing diva of Brisbane. Um, I feel like, because she's very much, I don't know, because she when you're, when you're like a young kind of fashion-y dancey queen, you know, these branding challenges, you've got to be kind of very clever Right. these challenges. You've got to be very smart. You've got to be very 
don't want to say tactful, but you've got to really think through everything. You've got to have really smart, clever, bright ideas. And you've also got to bring like humor into it as well. Um, so I do fear for Beverly, also given her it's track just not record. Funny. Yeah, she's no, she's not very funny, even when she kind of tries to be. She just doesn't have that natural humor. And also given the fact she's been in the bottom twice already in such a short period of time, then that doesn't look good either on paper. Right. I think Hannah will do very well because I think she just naturally has that charm where she can just, you know, she could sell, you know, anything and make it funny and make it charming and make it interesting because that's kind of what they look for in these brand Absolutely. Changes, which they don't, they're not really explicit about. Obviously, Snatch Game, it's been drilled into us. They're like, you have to make it funny. How are you going to make it funny? But they got to do that with the branding ones as well. I mean, look at yeah. Katty in All Stars 2. She was selling, like, crisis control or whatever <laughs> it was. Like, you were, it was just like, what was she even... She was sending, like... What was it she was selling? It was literally, like, a spray or something. Yeah. But she had a whole concept. She had a whole story. And she was just so funny as Cassia is. And she sold it. And I'm sure she won that week or she was at least in the top two. Um, so, yeah, I think Hannah could easily sell through it. Um, and then as for Molly, she might struggle a little bit, I think. But I don't I know what Molly's brand is. I definitely don't know what um, uh, Beverly's brand is, though. She sold us, uh, like in the Meet the Queens, that she's like a sideshow freak, but I haven't seen sideshow freak at all except for the whip last week. Yeah, no, um, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Molly's kind of. I'd like. I always think that you should be able to look at a look, like just a runway right. look, like without the head, and think that is a Candy Muse look. That is mm-hmm. a, you know, rose look. That is like you know. That's what kind of makes your brands. You should have yep. look where people look at that and think, oh, that's so-and-so. Whereas I don't think with Molly Poppins, like, what is it? What outfits do you think of when you think of Molly Poppins? What kind of yep. look? Yeah. After five episodes, the winner of the season is... Oh, you asked me who I think is going to win. Um, yeah. That is a good question. Um that's a re. That's oh, I'm trying to find that task. Um, I don't think Beverly will win. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go through process of elimination style. I don't think Beverly will win. I think she'll go home next week or the week after. Um, I think it'll come down to Queen. I mean, Spanky's doing the best at the moment now with track record, but as we've seen the last handful of seasons like you don't need the best track record to win um i think queen could bag it i i think the final three are going to be the baps i think the three of them are definitely the final three i i think so beverly i definitely think is going to go home next week or the week after i just don't see molly in the finals i just there's no storyline for her to be in the finals um again it's going to come down to what the fans are going to approve of and i think of what rue wants I'm very worried about Hannah simply because um, once you put like the team Hannah thing out, I'm very worried about what backlash she will get because of her past. Spanky is just so unpolished that it just doesn't make sense for her to win. And yeah. her also being very similar in a sense to Kidamine just wouldn't work out trajectorily. So I'm going to still double They're down and say Queen Hall. Queens, aren't they? Kitamine and um, mm-hmm. Spanky. Hannah very much gives me the vibe of like, 
she's like the Aussie in this season anyway she's kind of like the Aussie bag of chips yes very much so I see her like and usually when you have someone like quite a loud personality of a queen who's not the most polished but does turn out a good look or like you know really kind of trademarked like on brand looks like bag of chips like Hannah Conda um like and they're kind of two prime examples I can think of they never like win they always end up getting to the final but then they won't win and I think you're right Spanky's not quite polished enough not quite there like her brand doesn't make sense I think with Queen um obviously it was quite clear earlier in the season like when they were all walking into the workroom that she was already quite a big name on the drag right. scene so I kind of thought it's going to be quite interesting because when they did season one and Art Simone walked in then they were all like Art Simone, Art Simone, Art Simone so I was like okay so Art Simone clearly is a big name in the drag scene in Oz so I kind of thought so I, I said it's going to go one of two ways she's going to be early out like Art Simone was um, and probably not come back um <laughs> or she's gonna go like really really far um and with her storyline queen kong she's very much getting like she's not quite with it at the beginning but then she's on the rise now she's starting yeah. to do really well she's getting a really good trajectory now in the competition and then also like I mean, I don't know how bad the backlash was, but I know that there was backlash in season one when Jojo Zaho, one of the only two queens of colour, was eliminated first. Mm-hmm. Then it was Art Simone and Coco Jumbo in the bottom, and then they eliminated Art Simone first. And then Art Simone miraculously came back for reasons unknown to us. And then I'm going to get her on the podcast. I'm going to make her tell me. I need to know. And then, and then lo and behold the next queen who got eliminated was coco jumbo so the first two queens of color and then this season we lose faux fur first so yeah i i think yeah so i think the in the first season you had the first two queens of color got eliminated and obviously there was massive backlash to that um and so i feel like with queen kong winning there will kind of be a bit of a redemption about that and i agree with anaconda it's kind of like a Scarlett Adams parallel where you've got a queen of a troubled past um, who's done something controversial. And then because that comes to light, you just know for a fact, even if they smash it, they're not going to win. I agree. We'll see. We'll, we're almost at the end here. Yeah. So not, not where can we that. find you on social media? Any payment style apps and any projects you want to have? I am on PayPal. Um, so I know um, you don't have Venmo over there, so. No, no, we have, I guess PayPal would probably be the equivalent, yeah. I guess. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. My at is Sean Laycock underscore. Um, and then on Twitter, I am Sean underscore Laycock underscore. I do like my underscores in case you haven't guessed. <laughs> um, those are the two main ones I use. So Instagram and Twitter. Um, and then my PayPal, if you really want it. No, <laughs> Uh, but no, those are my main social medias. You might even see me on Tinder or Grinder. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yep. Well, thank you so much for being here. You are brilliant. I'm sure you will be back very, very soon. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute delight and it's been worth staying up to almost 1 a.m. in the UK for. Um, and I will definitely be back anytime. Literally, just ask me whenever and I will drop everything and I will come on because I've had an absolute blast. The biggest thanks to Sean for coming on. 
Subscribe to your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blogtalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theothernow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.